Hello, my talkers. Hopefully you're having a great afternoon and thank you for spending it here with us. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Okay, uh, I have a story for you. Fabulous. And I think that you're going to be amazed Ooh, by this right. story. It's Please about, amaze me. It's about an old-ass lemon. Oh, what? And when I say an old-ass lemon, I mean a 200... How old was it? It's a 285-year-old lemon that was just auctioned off for $1,780. Well, what kind of cockamamie... <laughs> story is this somebody found an old ass lemon and yes auctioned it off yes so it was found in the back of an old cabinet drawer and this was a 19th century cabinet it was brought to the auction house by a family who said it had belonged to a deceased uncle and a specialist was photographing the cabinet for sale (laughs) when the lemon rolled out it was discovered in the back of the drawer it was actually inscribed with a message on it what was the message this is an old ass lemon no it says given by mr p lou francini november 4th p lou p lou francini november 4th 1739 to miss e baxter oh okay Somebody, I guess lemons were probably like a big deal back in the 1700s. 1739, yeah. I mean, to have a lemon, they didn't grow lemons in England. The auction house decided to attempt to sell the aged lemon. Officials were shocked when it fetched a high bid of $1,780. Yeah. Uh, and if I remember correctly, the cabinet itself only sold for like 40 bucks. That's right. That's hilarious to me. The piece of furniture that they went to sell... Yeah. Pennies on the dollar. Yeah. <laughs> Old ass lemon, $1,700. Oh my gosh. Um, I also went to their page, um, the Who's auction they? house. Oh. The auction house that okay. um, Bretel Auction. Um, they recently sold, um, well, it's up for bid if you would like to purchase this porcelain um, rooster. Um, it can keep you occupied, occupied, they said, and this sale runs. Oh, it looks like this sale is a rooster going to keep me occupied. What what? it says, uh, don't forget. There's no need to go cold Turkey. Oh, it's a Turkey. Uh, this festive period as we have a, a time sale running until the 5th of Jan to keep you occupied features is this Turkey (laughs) head to our website. Website to view any more importantly bids. What? What? Are you sure that this is legit? <laughs> wishing, you, wishing you Merry Christmas. Okay, nobody was really interested in that. Um, that was a turkey? It was a turkey. I thought it was a rooster. <laughs> I wonder, there's no word on who bought the lemon? Um. Let's see. Because no. that's that to me is the like that would be the interesting story, right? Like who goes, you know what? I want to buy an old ass lemon. Yeah. Like I wonder how common or uncommon. I mean, you know, of the weird things you can have in a collection, old lemon, interesting, worth yeah. seventeen hundred dollars. I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
I I don't know. I mean, what would you do with it? You'd shadow box it. You'd go to, you know, Joanne's Well, you put it on fabric. display. Although yeah, you wouldn't want to keep it out in the open because I feel like it would just deteriorate. Well, it's been in a drawer and the acidity of the lemon, I mean, it's hard as a rock. So I don't know if it's going to deteriorate. Yeah, for the listener, you can't see it, but it actually looks like I wouldn't think it was a lemon. I would have thought that was a lime because it's like brown-ish. Oh. doesn't look like a lemon, mm. right? Yeah, I mean... I don't think it will. I think it'll just continue to harden even more if it's from 1739 and it's still intact and it was just in a drawer and not preserved, you know. I'm just saying if you put it out in the open, I would hate for the sun to like bleach it or something True, like that. True, because there's 1780 down the drain yeah, right there. exactly. Oh, boy, I, I just. It's got any juice inside? Well, I mean, they could do, you know how they like drill into the earth to see if there's, you know any type of deposits inside some old tomb or something. You know, they find the level of mercury inside of a pyramid or whatever. You mean you'd like what they could do, like some tests on the inside? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for Without sure. damaging it. Oh, for sure. Is there anything that you would be interested in buying at auction? Not when it comes anything to Anything at fruit. all? Oh, well, God. let's narrow um, it down. Um I don't know. Would it be a piece of jewelry? I'm not really like I auctions just terrify me because I think you over like it's kind of like like even charity auctions are probably the thing that I've been around most in my life. Like I don't go to actual auctions and I always just get stressed out. And I think uh, I would end up overpaying for something because mm. you'd get your heart set on something like I want something where I can just walk up and go click. I want that. Yeah. Right. Like a silent, not a silent auction. What are they? It's just online. I've done that before. Uh, maybe a piece of Hollywood memorabilia? I don't know. Yeah. What about you? From something... Uh, well, yeah, I would like anything from, like, the original Twin Peaks. Oh, sure. Like, once I saw uh, the coffin that Laura Palmer was in on the Twin a Twin Peaks yeah. auction. Yeah, oh, for sure. And it was, you know, it was less than $1,000, and I thought... I want to buy that. I want to buy that coffin. What kept you from buying it? It's large. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, you'd where am I going to put a coffin? Right. Also, you'd have to explain to people why you have a coffin. Yeah, I would want it to be functional. I'd be, I mean, I could sleep in it. Functional coffin. You know, it's like, what should I put in it? My Tupperware? A dead you know? body. <laughs> no. I mean, that is the function of a coffin. I know, but I don't want to put a dead body. I don't have a dead body on hand, and I don't plan on having one unless Yet. it's me. You know? Would you I be buried say, in is- it? Well, it was a... It was a like a real coffin. Oh, that's it was cool. hand built for the show, but yeah. it still c- could be used. I guess I could. It would be a gift to my family. Like, look, I already have a coffin. Yeah, now you don't have to spend the money. Exactly. How much was it? Nine hundred dollars. I think it was less than yeah, somewhere around. That, that seems reasonable for a piece of Hollywood memorabilia. I think usually furniture and bigger items are easier to buy. Clothing sometimes uh, just depends because like the market for that has to be a lot smaller because who has the space and or the interest in a coffin. Yeah, I was, it looked like it was, nobody else was bidding on it. So it might still be out there. Who knows? Now I feel like any piece of Hollywood, like the peak Hollywood memorabilia collection opportunities died about, I don't know, 10, 15, maybe 20 years ago, right? Like, because now just everybody wants every piece of Hollywood memorabilia, even if they have no emotional connection to Uh it, because they think it's going to be worth so much money. Yeah. When in the old days, you couldn't, you literally couldn't give it away. I mean, Debbie Reynolds ran around collecting things that studios were getting ready to burn, which they would never do today. That's true. Yeah. Mike, is there anything you, you like 
baseball cards. Is that right? Um, I've got some card collection, but mine would be Gray's Sports Almanac from Back to the Future 2. Oh. I want the actual Gray Sports Almanac from oh, Back to the Future. How fun would that be? Do you know, does it exist? It exists, and it most recently sold a couple of years ago for $8,320, which... Not that you've been paying attention. No, not at all. Wow. But that's achievable. That is definitely achievable. That would be, I think, a really fun collection, a collectible to have. I really love the second Back to the Future. Where would you put it? Um, oh, With my card collection. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've all got right. a lot of sports memorabilia. Yeah. Do you uh, display it? I try to. Oh, I don't have the space to display it now. No. AKA, I now live with my lovely wife yeah, in an apartment. And, and once we get that. a place, I will display it somewhere. You got to have your own, like. I have to have my own place, though. Yeah. Right now, it's in a little corner in our closet. Dawn, yours is just for me to look at. In hmm? your storage space. I hate my storage space. I'll say that. I'm just saying collector the collector's items. If you have them, they're probably in your storage space. Yeah, my tiki stuff. I was going to say, did you get rid of your tiki stuff yet? No. That was, oh, okay. You were going to buy it, Mike. Um, well, yeah. well, then he thought his wife doesn't want him to. Mm-hmm. He, no. he said, oh, Hashtag yeah. married life. And then he thought for two seconds and he said, I can't. I said 2018 Mike would have bought that. Uh, yeah. Not me. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Understandable. All right. When we come back, we need to get to the bottom of the Nikki versus Megan beef, if you will. And frankly, increasingly, it seems more like Nikki's just got a lot of opinions about Megan Thee Stallion. We'll talk about it. And try to understand what's behind it when we come back right here on my talk. Hey guys, Bradley here for my good friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Did you know that without energy efficient window coverings, a home can lose up to 30% of heating and cooling energy through its windows? According to the Department of Energy, when it comes to Hunter Douglas window treatments, energy efficiency and comfort go hand in hand. Hunter Douglas cellular shades are the most insulating interior shades available anywhere. While you might think your vinyl blinds are helping save energy, studies have shown that cellular shades outperform traditional vinyl blinds in terms of energy efficiency. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom to explore how premium Hunter Douglas window treatments can enhance and elevate your home, delivering the utmost in sophistication and quality. Choose from different materials, styles, operating systems, fabrics, and colors to create your perfect Hunter Douglas window treatment solution. Check out the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins or online at littleblindspotmn.com. The Little Blind Spot, we're big on service. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome back to the show, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We're so excited that you're here with us today. Um, There's been a feud between Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj. And, you know, we read these stories and sometimes you think, is it just to sell music? Well, it seems to be pretty serious now. 
there was some threats um, that, you know, the barbs have been really going after uh, Megan, bringing like her dead mother into it. It was real nasty. Yeah. Well, I saw a story earlier this week and I thought, okay, I I admit I have not been keeping up with these two. I mean, I uh, have enjoyed both their music Mm -hmm. over the years. But I'm not like steeped in the like back and forth and the relationship there may or may not be between them. But I will say is when I started to see headlines, I thought, okay, I need to pay attention. I got to understand what is actually going on here, or at least what's being reported. And the story that I saw, the reason that I got fixated was one of the things that you referenced was the the, uh, the headline was that Megan Thee Stallion's mom's gravesite. Mm hmm has had to add security. The yes. cemetery where her gravesite is has had to add security because of uh, Nicki Minaj. And I thought, what? How does that happen? Also, I was trying to understand, like, why would... what is somebody going to desecrate a gravesite? So then I'm uh-huh. like, I go back and I'm trying to understand where this all came from. And then uh, it just kind of like escalated from there we're now in like a week of this back and forth which isn't actually back and forth it seems like Nicki Minaj is just like fixating on Megan Thee Stallion right now there was a track um that she uh, essentially invokes Rihanna and says Megan Thee Stallion is trying to have a Rihanna moment and kind of just like relentlessly going after her and I admit I don't know where this all comes from I think Nicki Minaj in an interview said or lyric said something about you better conjure up your dead mother. Well, that story. Yes, that particular piece came from a lyric about uh, was I think it was you were right. I think it was a lyric. Um, but anyway, but what I'm I'm referring to is I don't know where this the the bad blood between the two of them began oh, from because the beginning beginning. Yeah, because. People are alleging that Megan Thee Stallion put some shady lyrics about Nicki Minaj's man, um, essentially saying he, you know, calling him out as a sex offender. Yes. And that, I think, is what people say started Nicki Minaj's mm. Nicki Minaj's fixation with Megan Thee Stallion. I think it was something about an Amber Alert. Well, it was Megan's Law. Oh, Megan's Law. Yeah, she refers to Megan's Law. Megan's Law, of course, I think deals with sex offenders. Yes. The implication being that her man is a sex offender. And then that's when Nikki comes after her about the whole incident that Megan Thee Stallion faced and essentially that she used her victimhood mm-hmm. in that shooting that she was the victim oh, of gosh, yes. as like an attention-seeking publicity moment. Oh. Referring to her Rihanna moment. So, you know, the two of them, obviously, you know, whether there's bad blood or not, I think at the point at which the cemetery where your mother is buried, having to call for added security seems like, okay, guys, maybe we could just take a hot minute. Yeah, it's it's uh, it seems like it's gone beyond, you know, just normal rap beef, you know, that's kind of necessary it's it's just normal. It's it happens a lot. Well, you know, having lyrics and sort of dis diss tracks and like shading other people is one thing, but like at the point at which your stands 
there is a feeling that stands that is fans of that particular artist are capable of desecrating your, you know, your opponent's mother's grave seems like maybe we've entered new territory. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we know that, you know, fans will go way beyond even if you call off your fans. Well, yeah, still do things that doesn't. Well, and we've talked about, I mean, increasingly fans have more and more power, whether it's Taylor Swift's fans, whether it's Britney Spears fans. I mean, the stories. You know, again, I half the time I believe that the people in who have the fans, that is the celebrities are like, oh, crap, I didn't mean for it to turn, you know, but I think there's also the opposite, which is that people understand the power of their fandoms and then they unleash them knowing full well that it's going to get them additional attention. Oh, yeah. Which in this case is what seems to have happened with Nikki's barbs, a.k.a. her loyal supporters, because, again, police have been added. Police patrols have been added to a cemetery. You know, I wonder if that was prompted by, you know, people creeping around that shouldn't be there at night or if Megan the Stallion was worried and just called the cemetery and said, hey, I'm worried about this. Can you add security or and then also called TMZ? And said, I've done this. Well, the story from TMZ is the Texas cemetery where Megan's mom, her name, by the way, was Holly Thomas, and she died of brain cancer back in 2019, Mm. that they've, uh, the cemetery itself has notified local authorities, according to TMZ, and increased security personnel at their facility in light of the, quote, escalating feud. So I don't know where that means, you know, where they got the the urgency to do so, but it's the cemetery itself Uh that has... Uh, felt the need to increase security. Yeah. Which okay. means they think, you would imagine they think there's a credible threat. Yeah. it's. I'm just thinking about where I would just, even Megan herself would draw the line like and say, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. I will draw a truce, if you will, because I don't, you know, this is too much for me. Like, I I don't want to do this. I don't know. That sounds really wimpy, and that's not like really how the game is played. Yeah. But at the same time, that's well, so th- personal. Yeah, I don't think she's responded specifically, yeah. but we'll wait to see. And certainly, I don't think this uh, feud, whatever you want to call it, is going anywhere anytime soon. And yeah. we will certainly keep you up to date. And God willing, nobody's going to head over to her mom's gravesite. Come oh, on. God. Be better. Oh, man. When we come back on the adventures of Bradley and John. John? Hey, John. Bradley <laughs> and Dawn. I mixed my words up there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
Welcome back to the show. The Adventures of Bradley and Don, my talk 1071. Okay, Jonas. That is Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. Um, this is a publationship that's a real relationship. They got married. They have children. They're living happily ever after. Or are they? Well, that's what they'd like you to believe. And mm. they are the OG publationship. That is, they understand the art of their using their publish or excuse me, their relationship for publicity. And they have been super successful at it. But what's going on with them now? Okay. Well, I can tell you, let's. Let's go back. There is an article that I saw about mold in their house. They have a $20 million mansion um, with a mold infestation. That is a page six article from today, uh, actually published yet published last night. But I found another article the day before about their financial issues. Mm. Okay. Well, we've heard in the blind items that they're having financial issues. In fact, I think Mike told us yesterday. Yeah, that came up yesterday. Okay. So there have been rumors, like the blinds, like you said, about them facing financial problems. People saying that they live in this huge $20 million mansion. Um, they are paying 100000 per month for rent. And they couldn't pay that amount. Okay. And they used to post all of these pictures on social media of their house. And then people started noticing last year that they're not in that place anymore. And people were wondering what was going on. How anybody got a hold of this paperwork, I don't know. But it has to do with the assignment of rents. And they started renting out their mansion in August of 2023. Um, And this this has to do with things to do with their mortgage. And they had to turn they've had to turn the house over to the bank in a deal where the bank will directly receive the rent from new tenants and the money would be used for maintenance of the house and to pay towards the mortgage. So Okay, so they're not living in the house. They turned over the house to the bank. Um, they're responsible for renting it, but then the money goes to the bank or something? Yes, it does. So they were, you know, this is saying this happened at the beginning of August. You know, there's dates. There's copy of the paperwork there. Um, so this would keep the house in their name, this article says, and give them more time instead of having to quickly sell for a lower price or go to a foreclosure. Okay. Um, well, so, that would seem to jibe with the financial issues we've heard about in the blinds. What is this? Uh, what's the mold issue? Okay, so then maybe they knew that this stuff was going to come out. So then there happens to be an article published after that with page six, mm. a call inside the house. <laughs> but they're not in there. So uh, let's just say maybe they made the call about a mold infestation. They are suing the home builder. Because they say that their mansion is infest, infested with mold. The I guess they had some porous waterproofing that fostered mold contamination and related issues. The pool and then there was a water leak, I guess, like around their barbecue area on their deck and their spa area. And it apparently leaked down into their living room. And entertainment lounge, 
a spa with a steam shower. Mm-hmm. So it in, it just infected their whole house. And so they that is the story that they're putting out. So they are in a lawsuit now with the home builder. Oh, okay. Well, so I don't know. It seems like those stories, one of them has got to be true, uh, but I don't think they can both be true. Because yeah. if they're renting out the house, then they wouldn't have left the house. Like if there's mold... I don't know if they would be able to rent the house. Presumably you're not renting the house. Presumably. So I, I'm just, where was the, the, this rent story? Um, this story with the paperwork is from a Bollywood, like international website. So, um, interesting. You know, yeah. No, I, again, the blinds have said like that they have financial problems, website. but we don't, um, you know, we don't, we didn't have specifics for it. The mold, I've never heard of this mold thing before, but, uh, it looks like that's plausible anyway. I mean, they've got pictures. I'm not sure what the pictures, if they're showing mold, they're all like black and white photos, but yeah, looks the like there's some the kind mold, of damage. Yeah. It's funny because the, the pictures on the article with, them just hanging out in their house. Those are all just like from their Instagram and they're in color. And then the mold pictures are in black and white. I don't know why. It's kind of strange. Yeah. But I, I well, don't what do know you what's think? going on. Well, I will say, like, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. We don't know if these documents on this other, you know, this other website that's an international website. We don't know if somebody faked those. We don't know if that's true. Like, let's say that it is true. Uh, then my, if you have your tinfoil hat on, they are calling page six and saying, well, we just wanted to let you know that now we're in a lawsuit with this because this other thing is going to come out about us on multiple websites. Yeah. So, you know, we're suing because of mold. I don't know. Just looking at this website, I've never heard of it before. Yeah. If uh, I would look to see if other places are reporting similar things, yes. you know, more reputable. In Look, page six is not the most reputable website. However, we can assume half the time when we hear a story, it's coming from somewhere, whether it's legit or not. So the fact that they're talking about this mold thing, I'd be more likely to believe that. Whether there's an underlying financial issue behind the scenes, it's been talked about in the blind, so it seems totally plausible. Yeah. Who knows what's really going on with those two? The only other thing I found um, was something about years ago um, that Nick Jonas's dad was, he was having some financial trouble. Like he was in debt a million dollars. And oh, okay. it was all about her father in law whenever you Google Priyanka Chopra. I thought she was, when we heard the blinds, I assumed it was something to do with her and okay. her financial debts, but I, I can't find anything yeah. about that either. Yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah. It just seems like they're, like, the Jonas Brothers, for me, are just, they are so successful, you would think that the money wouldn't run out. Like, their tours, and they've been around for so long, it just seemed like, seems like... They've amassed so much money that yeah, it, you don't know how they spend, but possible. but yeah, I, I don't know what their finances are. They didn't seem like they were hurting. I mean, the thing that we've always talked about with these two, or generally Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas, that is AKA Jonas, is the amount of money that they're able to make in endorsements, advertising, 
etc. So unless they're like, I don't know, spending like crazy behind the scenes, we just don't know about it. You'd think that they were financially soluble, but yeah, again, I don't know. Yeah. Most of the other websites out there that are reporting on this situation are just quoting the page six article, you know, like, Oh, sure. The yeah. Times of that India. That means one person like sent a story over about the mold. Although I would say, again, knowing what I know about these two and the history that I've, uh, they want us to know about this mold story because, again, I would tend to believe that the only people that are interested in a mold story about Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas are Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. Yeah. So if somebody's <laughs> reporting that and it's an actual story, it's probably coming from inside the house, meaning they're putting that out there to either. I don't know, get their name in headlines again or um, maybe, you know, get some sympathy votes. Yeah. But uh, uh, other than that, I mean, like nobody's nobody's doing hard hitting journalism to uncover the mold issue. Although I would just like to bring up the fact that this is not the first celebrity mold story we've talked about. Anyone? Uh, yeah. Tori Spelling? Spelling? Anyone? And also Tori Spelling. Where is she? Why? Because... Not only did she have mold problems in her house, she had crime issues in her next door neighbor's house. That's and that right. for she's been like fleeing houses. She was down by the beach. She was in a hotel motel. She was in uh, a house where there was a SWAT team called. I mean, this girl's had some real estate issues. We don't know where she's at right now. She's, Meanwhile, Dean McDermott's off living shacking up with his new lady friend. We where know that she's given away a lot of prizes. She's doing raffles on her Instagram. Oh, God, it's so sad. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, if you want to win a, a gift package. Do you? I, I mean, I didn't enter, <laughs> but I don't know how Instagram like giveaways I'm work. just saying the Tory Spelling, like she wasn't selling it very well, is my point. Yeah. But I want to know where she's living, because that woman, man, she talk about bad luck with homes. And you're living in a van. Down <laughs> down down the river. She was. Oh, it wasn't a van. It was very nice. Didn't we think or just find out it was like a hundred thousand dollar? Yeah, that's fine. Like she's not motorhome. Yeah, not motorhome. Was, RV. Yeah. Yeah. My uh, my niece and her husband sold their home in Kansas City to buy a huge motorhome like that to live in yeah and then oh god they just, it's the thing it to was do. their choice it especially was like, for retirees uh, yeah I, they they're in their early 30s oh okay and they just decided to go live well the the plan was they did for like three years they lived on a ranch in wyoming it was like in the bridger mountain beautiful mountain range sure and this like ranch that people went to for fun yeah and they were like ranchers and lived in their huge RV, and it was like a dream life. Oh, I bet. Yeah. They're not doing that anymore. They didn't. They decided to come back to the Ozarks. Oh, okay. She's a, she's a kid. Well, that's a fun teacher. story. Thank you for sharing, hey, Don. no problem. When we come back, Taylor. Taylor. That is Taylor Swift with a little bit of law thrown in, because that girl oh. is single-handedly, excuse me, woman, is single-handedly changing laws quicker than any Congress has been able to. And I'll tell you why when we come back right here on my. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental and Wellness Center, a different kind of dentistry. And by that, I think they just mean really great in the state of Minnesota. I've been to a lot of dentists in my life, and I'm telling you the experience you will have when you walk through the doors of Dakota Dental is unlike any other. You're going to feel like you're at home or surrounded by 
people you trust uh, getting some of the best dental care in the entire state of Minnesota. That's been my experience, so that's all I can speak to. But for the last few years, I've been a patient there. I've had everything from my routine checkups and cleanings to uh, bigger procedures like crowns, implants. By the way, if you have any questions about implants, ask them, please, because they are truly dental implant specialists. I learned so much about the implant process, and I'm so grateful. I could not be happier with my smile. Thanks to the, the wonderful team at Dakota Dental. Make them your dental team today. Head to dakotadental.com. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thanks for joining us here at the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My Talk 107.1. What is going on with Taylor? Bradley trainer. Taylor Swift is literally changing American law quicker than your congresspersons. Okay, kind of. I'm being a little hyperbolic, but I think it's true. And in fact, I feel like I said this a while ago and it's turning out to be true. Do you remember when all of that? I mean, of course you do, because I think it was just last week we talked about the disgusting AI porn images mm. of uh, Miss Taylor Swift that were all over the Internet. Yeah. A lot of it on Twitter. Yeah, a lot of on uh, X, formerly known as Twitter. Sure. Um, which I finally started typing in X.com and it's gross. I can't oh, do it. But I, Yeah, it's hard. It's I just, just, I just put know, in, it is what it is. I don't even look don't at even it anymore. Really, I'm sorry, guys. I do look at it just because I want to see where the world is burning on a particular day. Oh, okay. However... I'm not really posting there anymore. And, you know, occasionally there's weird little videos. I'm like, that's interesting. <laughs> but back to Taylor porn. So that was a thing. It scared a bunch of people or it ticked off a bunch of people. It yeah. grossed out a bunch of people. And I remember saying at the time, you know, I would not be surprised if Taylor being the object of artificial intelligence gone awry would somehow affect the future of legislation on artificial intelligence, that it might goose the Congress to get some work done because we know she's had this power in the past, specifically the power as relates to Ticketmaster. Remember, it was the whole Taylor Swift concert ticket kerfuffle. To put it mildly, there's probably a bigger word that would be more appropriate than kerfluffle. Starts with a C, ends with a K. Um, That led to actual hearings in Congress and legislation. And I think the same very well may be the case uh, when it comes to artificial intelligence. I can say that because there was an article over at The Guardian, and we can probably put this up in our show links page, that a bipartisan group of U.S. senators introduced a bill on Tuesday. So this very week, not just a week after the story, that would criminalize the spread of non-consensual sexualized images generated by artificial intelligence. So that is a direct response to the proliferation of adult pornographic images. Wait for it. 
Now I don't have it. Here we go. Wait for it. Nope, that's not it either. That's okay. I'm waiting. I can't wait to hear it. Well, look for porn, Dan. It's porn. in stereo. Ooh. So literally, um, Taylor Swift again has had an effect, <laughs> really has gotten Congress to do what they haven't been able to do for years. I wonder if this will affect the everyday sex worker. How so? Uh, people that are doing online, like OnlyFans, uh, people that are trying to make their living, you know, making money online, just like, you know, online Girls who are webcam girls who are very, very popular. And then people taking their images and making their own. Yeah, I yeah, bet I that mean, would be a benefit for sure. Because there's a lot of that going on, I'm sure. Uh, and not just because I was just wondering, it's bad for celebrities, but celebrities. Well, it's bad for everyone, right? Yeah, like you don't exactly. want you don't want your image to be used. So whether it's a celebrity or not, to for your somebody point. Somebody who I don't, doesn't have the money to fight. Yeah. A big company that's... But that's why Taylor Swift is so... Like, I think a lot of people would say, like, oh, we're all obsessed with Taylor Swift. Well, hey, if Taylor Swift can help people down ballot, that is, mm-hmm. uh, people right. that are not necessarily with the same resources, let her. I mean, if that's... If we are so broken as a country, I'm not going to get political, but if we are such that, like, no one's willing to do anything, but, like, the the person everybody loves to listen to can get people motivated. Although I think in the world that we live, it's not going to be long. In fact, I know it's not already because I've seen headlines Mm. where they're already coming for Taylor Swift. If if they don't align, if they don't, well, there's conspiracy theories, but then there are just people who don't like, um, who just don't like her and don't like what she represents. And so I think there'll be a backlash, but I'm saying in, insofar as the conversation about artificial intelligence is yes. concerned, if she is motivating people to uh, start legislation or pass legislation or even consider legislation, that is far more than our Congress has been willing to do up to this point. So and I don't think let them. And she, if I correct me if I'm wrong, but, it's not like she has gone to anyone in politics and asked them to do that. Or that we know of. They're just of. doing it on their own. We think. And they're like just giving an example like this is happening. Here's a great example. So we need to pass some laws. Well, think about it. You're a politician. What do you trade in? Attention. Yeah. Publicity. Mm, very similar to celebrities, right? Yeah. If you know that Taylor Swift is the golden ticket to attention and celebrity and headlines. Yeah. You're going to use whatever you can to work Taylor Swift in. So I I think this issue, I think it's kind of evil genius, right? Or it's not even evil. It's just like, uh, it's a little uh, cynical genius. But I'm fine with that insofar as it actually gets them to pass something. It would be nice if Taylor Swift, but again, I think it, it's only going to go so far before people start to, to come for her. And you can see that they already have. Yeah, it's really weird. I wonder if this was like living in the time of Cleopatra, you know, the all-powerful Cleopatra. I don't know. Because she's like almost like to a level of, you know, how I talk about how I think she's an alien because she has so much influence over people. Or maybe she's just a strong ass woman. Yeah. But I'm saying that 
it's not an insult to say that she's an alien. Well, it kind of is. I mean, no, <laughs> don't turn my bond into something that's an alien. I'm just saying, like, she doesn't have to be an alien. Is this otherworldly, like beyond just human? Yeah. Yeah. I think. But it, how did Cleopatra, you were on Cleopatra. Not no, alien. I was just thinking about like, we don't know the effect of. You know, like Egyptian leaders, they seem to have such influence. Like, or maybe I was just talking about this with. Um, oh, this is such. Uh, this is so off track, but um, well, I'm not all the going terracotta anywhere, so. warriors that were built for the first emperor of China, like the influence that he had over people to do that. You know, to create eight thousand unique statues for his yeah. around his celebrity tomb. is nothing new i uh-huh. think is your point yeah it's like that was a lot of influence and power yeah. to be worshipped in that way to have people dedicating their entire lives to do that or you know just having so much influence and power yeah you know whenever no, I, there again, are lots of people to choose from i i think well i mean again i think there's a reason that taylor swift is so popular and successful and i think as long as People are taking that opportunity, you know, if they're using her for their own means, but the means in this case are to pass legislation preventing the use of people's image for gross, mm-hmm. uh, unconsensual, yes. non-consensual sexual activity. It seems good by I'm, I'm good with it. Yeah, I'm good with it, too. Yeah. I mean, this is Miss Americana. For gosh sake. Yeah. Oh, and I think there's a t- perfect place for fan fiction if you want to get kind of, I don't know, because people get weird about the celebrities. I'm sure there are people, we don't have time for this conversation, but who find her particularly appealing sexually. And, you know, and, hey, and, look, fantasy is, is a very powerful thing. And it's but... going to gross Mike out if you say that again. Why? Because he does not find her. He He just thinks of her as a really cool girl. We actually had this yeah conversation yesterday because uh, I don't remember who was it. You were talking about True Detective, and yeah, you had somebody in your life who didn't like that show because one of the individuals, uh, Alexandra Daddario, who was a child star, has a sexual presence in that show. Yeah, and it was funny because that was the first time I've ever heard somebody kind of say how I feel. Freak them out because their kids watched like the Disney Channel, and the last time he had seen that girl. Or that woman yeah. was when she was a child star, and he freaked out when she was topless. It's, and- it's, it's very like I totally get it. In fact, Don and I were talking about this off the air because people, you know, like when Colleen and I were obsessed with Zac Efron, sure, people would send us pictures of him in and High School Musical. Yeah, and I didn't know Zac Efron. I didn't. I never saw High School Musical, and we were like, "Oh no, ew, not no, High School you Musical, Zac Efron." We're like, talking about not, like no. Baywatch, Zac Efron. Yeah, and it's so bizarre because I told I remember sitting watching live when she appeared on the CMTs or CMAs, whatever the award show was for country music, and sang Tim McGraw to Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, and she was like fourteen years old. Yeah, and it's like in my mind that's like, kind ew. of who she always is. Yeah. Miley Cyrus <laughs> is the exact same way. Like, there's zo- no sexual attraction to Which those is two why individuals. She's perhaps which is interesting yeah kind of had a rough road of it yeah with that transition it is hard right yeah for sure she is a 30 something year old woman but completely acceptable to find her you know sexually appealing i imagine but you know it's unique all right much more conversation can be had on that topic and surely will be if she is successful in passing that legislation we'll tell you that story and so much more but when we come back we're going to get a little lowbrow we're going to go back to mouth town and talk about food (laughs) right here on my talk 107.1